0: welcome back to the culture cave or welcome to the culture cave i shouldn't be presumptuous and assume you're back maybe you're new if you are i don't know why you're watching this video go and watch the terminator one um terminator 2 that's what we're doing judgment day judgment day gosh darn it anthony we didn't stop the apocalypse
1: and we may have actually made things worse that's true that's true but isn't (laughs) that didn't we didn't think we stopped it at the end of the first one though did we we just sort of killed the terminator
0: that's true yeah we didn't we didn't stop it I, that, that wasn't their aim i guess it was just to keep the train on the tracks so to speak but they, they've definitely made it worse
1: they have they've made it worse uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot worse in this movie although it is a very very good movie i will say this is not this is still stellar terminator even though it is a very very different film
0: so many people by which i mean a scene in the movie scream 2 argue that this and Aliens are the classic examples of sequels that are actually better than their original movie.
1: Ironic that they're both James Cameron. Yes. It's also ironic that I would say both Alien and The Terminator are horror movies to a certain extent, yep. and both Aliens and Terminator 2 are action family movies.
0: That's definitely true. This is definitely a massive departure in genre.
1: I think that, I don't know, but I can't speak for all films of all time.
0: I want you to speak for all films of all time.
1: Okay, so this is the only, except for Aliens, the only one that is on par, if not better than the original, but I'll say it.
0: There you go. Done. Definitive. Yeah, these definitely, and Aliens as well, definitely are more fun and Mm -hmm. have, like, broader appeal. I think that's probably true. Um, So, as you've already said, Cameron's back. Linda Hamilton's back. Schwarzenegger's back. Bill Wisher, the person who co-wrote...
1: He's here for the first time.
0: Yeah, he's actually credited on this one, because Jim Cameron couldn't get around that. He was like, (laughs) this guy actually came up with this movie, uh, and then I just abandoned it to go make The Terminator. (laughs) So he gets a credit. Brad Fidel, who... Or Brad Fidel. Fidel? Fidel? I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but it's dangerously close to Brad Friedel, who was a goalkeeper in the Premier League.
1: Great fella, great fella.
0: Great fella, a legendary goalkeeper, and I, it's actually quite difficult for me to pronounce Brad Fiedel or Fidel's name correctly. He's back though. Oh, he's most certainly back. I'll tell you what else is back. You knew it, and I knew it. More time travel fuckery is back for this one.
1: I really thought you were going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger's eyebrows there.
0: Oh, well, they are. They are back. They're <laughs> never going to go in. The, like in this movie, he, he, he. What? They? They? There's not enough money to convince him to portray that again he
1: learned his lesson he put some little like sort of uh gel on them to protect them from fire and he just sort of went you know what i'm great i look great let's get at it
0: yeah i'm a star i don't need to do this anymore i'm just gonna keep my eyebrows fuck you james cameron Okay, so two Terminators. This becomes a staple of this series going forward.
1: It's weird how that becomes a staple, to be honest with you, because it's not the original formula.
0: No. I understand why they do it this time, because it's like everyone knew coming into this movie that Schwarzenegger was going to be the good guy, but within the kind of internal logic of the film, it's like Schwarzenegger comes back, and then Robert Patrick comes comes back, and it's like, oh, is this another, he's the bad guy, and he's a human sent to protect uh, situation.
1: Which they threw that out very quickly, uh, Conrad. Very quickly
0: immediately <laughs> immediately out- I, like, I didn't
1: watch the trailer for this obviously because when you watch a movie for the first time or second time whatever it was I haven't seen it since I was a child from 1991 you're not necessarily gonna go watch the trailer before you watch it so I didn't know no. that in the trailer we all knew that he was a good guy but as soon as that yeah. bam, 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 bam started, I was like, yeah. hang on, are we not even trying to pretend that this guy is a bad guy in this movie? It was so clear that he was a good guy. And then they still tried to have the moment where Sarah Connor didn't know which one to go with, or John Connor also didn't know which yeah, one. Yeah, it
0: was John Connor with the get down and the, and
1: the roses and the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you trying to have this moment here? We know he's a good guy. He came in to bad to the bone. Like, what's going on? Yeah, and, what, and you and you
0: see Robert Patrick like steal a cop car and, yeah, and yeah, kill, yeah. kill a cop as well. So it's like I don't know if he actually kills a cop, but he definitely steals a cop car. So it's like, come on. You mentioned it, so I'll I'll, I'll touch on it briefly. The bad to the bone introduction with him walking into the bar, like scanning everyone. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. That bit is one of the best character introductions <laughs> I've ever seen in a movie. It's just, and then and then walking out in full leather with a shotgun to bad to the bone is like. It's fucking cool.
1: It was cool. It was cool.
0: That's not the introduction to a bad guy. No. Let's be honest. <laughs> no. That's like that's, that's a good guy right there. And uh yeah, Oni like jumps on his hog oh. and then he's off. And the, and the and the motorbike is iconic for this. One thing I think is very obvious from the mo- the word go in this movie, when you compare compare Terminator 2 Judgment Day to The Terminator one of these movies cost six point four million dollars and was made in nineteen eighty four, and one of them cost hundred million dollars and was made in nineteen ninety one. Because my word, does this movie look more expensive than the Terminator? Yeah, it was a
1: huge jump in uh, jump in funding. It looks really cool. Also, they they were being really ambitious with the CGI as well in this. Like they've got like the the liquid metal uh, Terminator. Oh, yeah. Like, they're really, really ambitious with it. And to be honest with you, actually, it does hold up quite well, this one.
0: Oh, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, funnily enough, the Liquid Terminator stuff was the reason that Jim Cameron shelved Bill Wish's script. Because in 1984, he was like, we don't have the money or the technology to do this. So we have to come back when CGI or, or practical effects, I guess, I don't know how you do that practically, I have advanced to the point where this is possible. And here we are in 1991 with cool-ass Liquid Terminators. That's so cool. It's the T-800 from the old one and then I think it's a T-850 in Terminator 3.
1: In my brain I've got somewhere in there that Terminator referring to himself as the T-101. What's the T-101? That's in my brain as a quote and I don't know where it's from.
0: Well it's funny that you mention that actually because when I was watching this movie or, or both of these the, these uh, these first two movies, I was writing down the T-100 for, for Arnie's Terminator and then I went and checked and I was like it's the T-800, where the fuck have I got T-100 from? So I don't know, maybe we've both We've been Mandela, yeah, Mandela effect into yeah. thinking <laughs> into thinking it was the T100 or T101 yeah. at some point. But apparently
1: it's not. It's the T800. That's 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 our boy. That's our boy, Arnie. And to, to be honest with you, he's back. He looks great. He looks... He actually... I think he looks better in this one than he did the, the first one. Oh, he definitely does. He's had some work. He's had a good six-month run at looking, looking good here. I think I think Terminator 2 is probably the best Arnie looks in his whole career.
0: Yeah, it's either that or Conan the Barbarian for me. He doesn't take his shirt off in this, which... So it's it's hard to judge, but certainly he looks great. He looks great. So, okay, yes, this this movie is basically, it's very similar. Well, I guess it's split into, you can split it into like three acts, as you can with most movies, to be honest. Thanks the Romans. I think they were the ones who came up with the three-act structure. Or probably the Greeks. It's probably the Greeks
1: uh, thinking about JJ it. J.J. Abrams, I thought it was.
0: Yeah, it was. That's what it was. <laughs> so you've got the, the opening act, which is saving John Connor. Second act is taking down Cyberdyne, and the third act is running away from the T-1000. And each one of them has its own action sequence that is completely uninterrupted, flows perfectly from beginning to end, and is outrageously exciting. So, the first one we get fairly early on, which is that after John Connor is fucking around at the mall, he he hacks into an ATM, he's he's staying with foster parents because Sarah Connor's um, been, been taken away by the men in white coats for saying that the, the terminators are coming which to be fair
1: egg on face eventually there which i love i love yeah. <laughs> I, I love that he 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 got to see that it was real i love it
0: yeah exactly like he he. it turns out his mom isn't crazy but john connor's like hanging around arcades and you know doing doing kid stuff t-1000 comes after him t-800 saves him and then we get the amazing la aqueduct chase which yeah. to me is like there. there's some amazing set of pieces in this movie i think that is the highlight of the whole movie first it's john connor on his shitty little yeah dirt cool, bike, yeah. running running away from um the the t-1000 who's in a fire truck i think he's in yeah
1: some, we know it's some sort of truck
0: we get our truck early in this one and then there's there's an armored van later which i think counts as a truck Count, for the purposes counts, yeah. of counting um but yeah so it starts off with that and then Arnie appears on his fucking Harley Davidson yeah. with his shotgun doing the the whip reload thing
1: shooting locks off uh gates he's an unbelievable shot what a aim what a aim that's a scatter shot
0: <laughs> that reload thing he was doing i remember seeing like toys of the terminator shotgun in um in stores that literally said don't do the terminator reload thing <laughs> because it will, like, fly apart if you do that. What the hell? It was fantastic. But it lasts almost 10 minutes and then ends with uh, the truck exploding and Mm -hmm. then being like, oh, he's definitely dead and they drive off and then we get the first sort of full view of the T-1000 in, like, full, like, liquid metal form walking out of the fire. It is... Oh... That is an introduction. That's like, that's in like the first half an hour of this movie that happens.
1: It's outrageous. It's exhilarating. It's 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 absolutely fantastic. I, I love that. I love that. It also reminded me of like Greece, you know, in the aqueduct. Yeah, he, like I
0: the, I I don't know if there's ever water in that aqueduct based on the, the <laughs> yeah. times
1: I've seen it in movies. Yeah, it must be the same one, mustn't it?
0: It is the same one. Yeah, an aqueduct implies there's water at yeah. some point. But <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know
1: I don't know when it when it's there. I don't know what, what's going on. I'm gonna throw something at Conrad. I wanna see what you Gone. think, right? My top two two coolest boys in films when i was growing up the ones i thought were the coolest kids right when i grew up, when i was growing up i was like i want to be that guy right first number one on the list john connor in terminator 2 i i wanted to be john connor i thought he was you awesome let's be edward
0: furlong wow
1: yeah yeah oh he he was great he was great uh number two uh close second close second is the kid uh with the slick hair louis in the film jack Robin williams i thought he i thought he was so cool so cool Fram Drescher for a mom couldn't beat it lovely
0: did your attachment to Edward Furlong increase or diminish when he played a massive racist in American History X a few years after this
1: I actually haven't seen that that makes me not want to watch it he
0: plays a literal Nazi in that movie so uh, yeah that was that was like the moment I mean it, you know it's a character it's, but it, that, that was the moment where I was like ah, maybe I don't like Edward Furlong as much
1: as I thought I did actually next thing you're going to say is that he's a fan of The Little Mermaid there's,
0: there's an awful <laughs> there's an awful lot of people in American history who if they're around today i think we'd have some strong opinions on some of the movies <laughs> disney makes let's just put it that way just a very quick aside as well when john connor is like realizing that he can kind of get the terminator to do to do whatever he wants because he's been designed to protect him yeah do you feel sorry for like the two gym bros who they're, they're called over mm-hmm. because john connor's like help i'm being attacked and these these two good samaritans are like hey you know, we should go help this boy. This young boy is in trouble. Let's go help him. And they come over and then John Connor just told them to fuck off. <laughs> and it's like it's always really rubbed me the wrong way that moment in this film. Yeah, I
1: think maybe maybe he was bullied by some gym Bros at some point. Uh it, yeah, it, it did sure. sort of imply that he felt he was too cool for these guys, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a bit of a dick move by John, to be honest with you. Yeah,
0: it was, yeah. Um, and speaking of uh speaking of John Connor being too cool for school, how did you feel? About something that they continue to go back to throughout this movie, which I'm going to say is divisive, and that is the comedic sequences where John Connor teaches the Terminator to be cool.
1: Yeah, it teaches him to be human and to be cool. Hustle yeah. up, baby. That
0: hasn't dated. Uh, that hasn't dated a day. Hustle <laughs> <Hasta laughs> yeah. up, baby.
1: But yeah, no, like those little moments. You know, the moment that really t- tips it off there for me, Connor, is later on whenever uh, Sarah Connor's watching John and the Terminator, and then I'm thinking to myself, as any you know you know semi-competent movie watcher would oh it's like the father he never had and then all of a sudden all of a sudden sarah connor he's like the father he never had yeah thanks (laughs) thanks.
0: come on thanks for thanks for announcing that in your screenplay james cameron i couldn't have made that connection myself
1: yeah what that was what was that about like
0: the moment the moment in this movie where the terminator is asked to smile is one of the worst moments in any (sighs) film ever made i think i can't i can't deal with it it's just like it's 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 like when it's like in wwe when they tried to put goldberg in comedy sketches it's like (laughs) this isn't what we want from goldberg i want to see him killing people (laughs) like i don't need comedy for the terminator you sons of
1: bitches actually yeah you you are right like maybe this film is as good if not better than the first one but when you change into this genre you're gonna get some cringe that you don't get in the in the horror (laughs) you know
0: I could not believe it when I first saw that. And I still, to this day, hate it. Um, But anyway, so they bust Sarah Connor out. Very cruel of the people who run that um, mental institution to make the guards wear bright white when they're clearly very overweight. It's a very unflattering color (laughs) for the guards.
1: Get them a dark one. Uh, Get them a dark color. Yeah, get them them something that Shadow up, boys. Shadow up. Come on. But they get
0: her out. And then she immediately goes off to kill Miles Dyson. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> the, there's no, they go to Mexico first, to be fair. But then she's just like, right, I'm going to load up. I'm going to go kill Miles Dyson. He's the guy who is in charge of Cyberdyne's, like, cybernetics division um, and has figured out, like, how, to, like, as, as basically is going to be responsible for Skynet. The whole yeah. of the, the Terminator uprising is caused by him and his invention. And he's played by, like, the loveliest man.
1: He's such a nice guy. Yeah, well, he he actually realizes that it's, he actually joins with them. You know what I mean? Like he realizes I actually believe and he actually believes them after being shot by them. I will say so. Yeah, like, he's very <laughs> trusting. Very trusting. This he man. Is very
0: trusting indeed. Shot and like shot by them in his family home near his children as well. Yeah. But he's like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> like fair enough. But yeah, so they break into Cyberdyne HQ, and that's like the big kind of like high point of um of the of the the second act. Now. The Terminator is told not to kill, and mm-hmm. he seems to take that... No, he doesn't even take it very literally. He just doesn't listen, because he's, like, shooting people in the legs and firing grenade launchers into people's spines.
1: The grenade launcher one was the one that was quest making me question his, you know, conviction there.
0: Those police will never walk again. They're, like, they're, <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, you shoot someone in the leg, you get their femoral artery... They're dead. They're gonna bleed out. Like it's not just like, ah, oh, your leg's fine. There's nothing important there.
1: There's no it's, chance I, there's no chance he he understands the radius of those uh those grenade launches to the point where he can just fire them willy nilly out into the cops yeah. and know he's not gonna kill someone. I <laughs> I I just think that they did sort of just forget about that little plot point in that moment yeah
0: well and then he gets a fucking minigun so they get rumbled oh yeah and then he just brings a minigun out but he only shoots at the police cars it's like do you understand that a minigun is very indiscriminate it doesn't it's not like it's not an accurate weapon it's for firing like well those police cars are, are like him he's killing his
1: own kind
0: that's true yeah he never we they never really get into that do they do you think he found out about uh john connor hacking an atm <laughs> Earlier in the movie, and was like, "That's actually very insensitive." That's, yeah, yeah, that's... yeah,
1: yeah. Chekhov's uh, little uh, pin code uh, cracker. I thought that was yep. a really cool, really cool little thing. I don't know if that exact you know thing existed.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if you could do it with an Atari Portfolio, which is the thing that he actually uses. But
1: I want to say you probably could. John Connor. John Connor could.
0: He's a genius. He's like, he's going to lead the humans to victory over the machines. He can do
1: anything. And he doesn't want to. That's why he's a true hero.
0: Yeah. So there is like, there's a theme in this movie of like him rejecting the response. And it even comes back even more in the third movie and gets really heavy handed. But him kind of like rejecting the responsibility of saving humanity that I think is. It is interesting, and it does work quite well with Edward Furlong's performance because mm-hmm. he's such a like he is such a bratty teenager, but in a kind of lovable way. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I even as an adult watching this film, I actually, I actually do have a soft spot for John Connor. If I think he's obviously like the real Jesus, he's put in a tough position. There.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Um, Okay, so the the Dyson action sequence it goes tits up. As I say, Hank from Breaking Bad is there. Mm-hmm. They shoot Dyson. He goes out like an absolute champ with uh, like basically exploding himself and all of the work that he's done to hopefully put an end to Cyberdyne's cybernetics development.
1: Although I believe in the canon of Terminator, because after T2, it doesn't matter. He does put an end. That's that's what I'm going to say.
0: Based on the end of Terminator 3...
1: No, I'm saying I'm saying we're forgetting about Terminator 3 and on. Oh, I see. Okay. James Cameron originally made the first two, and then the studio brought, brought it back for money. He wasn't involved yeah. in Terminator 3. So yeah. I personally believe that James Cameron's story at the end of this one ends... Is over. Yeah. He, he breaks the paradox right they managed to stop the war and that is the end of the story that i i do genuinely believe that
0: yeah i think that's that's like quite a popularly held view to be yeah. honest because the these first two movies are so much better than all mm-hmm. of the other movies um okay so how does robert patrick's t1000 rank compared to arnie's t800 in terminator 1 as a villain
1: unfortunately for the t1000 i do think arnie beats him as a villain and as a good guy i do you really okay okay having said that very good bad guy
0: i i actually i think he's better than the t eight hundred personally that's my stance i think he's just there's there's moments in this that have stayed that really creep me out as a kid like the bit where they're driving away from the mall and that he's like just like sprinting after them Yeah, yeah um Um, or or later in the movie where he's sprinting after them in the car with the like blades on his arms that has been parodied everywhere from it was it parodied in Wayne's World it's parodied in The Simpsons with Homer with the golf clubs like it's it's just such an iconic moment and I just I think he's a very different villain to Arnie I think Um, you know I
1: think you win because he is 200 better
0: that's true you can't argue with the numbers. Yeah, the, the numbers don't lie, and I spell disaster for the T eight hundred at sacrifice. That's a TNA joke for anyone out there who, who is a fan of Scott Steiner.
1: That actually, that actually, that that um, that Scott Steiner promo is actually very similar to like the like the Terminator 3, 4, 5, and six writers rooms in terms of the time travel <laughs> discussions.
0: I I reckon they had a whiteboard from the start <laughs> of this series to the end and they just kept adding to it and by the third <laughs> yeah. movie they can't see anything underneath it it's just lines <laughs> and circles and exclamation marks and like it's just whatever ha- whatever they want they can do now the conclusion it's like it it kind of sets itself up as like a fake out because the T1000 gets frozen in liquid nitrogen because he's in the he he, he like abandons the helicopter jumps into another truck of liquid nitrogen Love which him. then crashes and freezes him and we get our, the amazing Arnie line it is a great one liner Arnie was always a, an amazing deliverer of one liners and this is one of the top ones The hasta la vista baby yeah, yeah. as he shoots him and he shatters but it does annoy me that if he hadn't have done that they probably could have just picked him up and carried him up and drops him in the molten the molten metal because the moment <laughs> he shatters him, each of those little parts can melt much quicker yeah. than the whole. The whole would have melted, and it always pisses me off.
1: That's a sort of like the classic, isn't it? It's just like the classic moment in a in an action film where like you've got the bad guy on the ropes, or even sometimes even the the bad guy's got the good guy on the ropes and doesn't actually finish them off. Um, and, and you know what? You know what? We wouldn't have got the next part uh, without it. But yeah. oh yeah,
0: it gives us the amazing sequence of the T one thousand coming back, but his like his ability to heal himself being kind of fucked up. So he's like absorbing different colors mm. um, and kind of sticking to the floor uh, as he touches things. Then he impersonates Sarah Connor. He or oh, actually f- before he impersonates Sarah Connor, he beats the shit out of the T eight hundred, stabs it through the chest, seemingly kills it. But the T-800 has got, I don't know, backup power or something.
1: Alternate power.
0: Sure. Um, Impersonates Sarah Connor. (laughs) Almost kills John Connor and Sarah Connor before getting the shit blown out of him by a sequence of shotgun blasts and then a grenade launcher um, and then gets thrown into the molten metal. And the
1: day is saved. I'll say this, though. I think that the first one ending up at the hydraulic factory to crush him, all right, well done, it was lucky, but it's believable. A molten metal factory. Molten
0: metal. In LA.
1: Yep. At least this one was
0: staffed. The first movie didn't really make any sense because everything's powered on in that factory, but there's no one there. At least in this one, we see everyone run away.
1: They're like, oh no, someone's coming to fuck up our steel mill or whatever. That's a really good point. Like, because surely... Like, these machines in these huge factories are really hard to turn on because there must be a load of fail-safes and stuff. Yeah, and they like... don't want people just driving
0: in <laughs> through an open door and being like, oh, I'm going to lower some shit into molten metal yeah. while no one's around. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the movie. So Terminator sacrifices himself because he has the last chip um, that could potentially be used to replicate uh, Cyberdyne's work. Mm-hmm. And it all ends happily. Okay, Trivia. Do you want to have some trivia? Oh,
1: jeez. Well, really, really do.
0: We're back at it. Nose to the grindstone. And this kind of enthusiasm is a welcome a welcome relief. Yeah. Um, okay, two bits of trivia. The first one's quite small. The second one is a banger of a piece of trivia. So, um, first bit, when the T-1000 searches the police database for John at the beginning of the movie, it lists him as 10 years old, which Edward Furlong was not um but by the time they get to terminator 3 they'd retconned him to be 13 years old in this movie so within the within the logic of terminator 2 edward furlong is supposed to be 10 years old which he's definitely not
1: that's that's almost tom 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 welling is a 14 year old (laughs) level yeah
0: (laughs) if if that's a 10 year old that's the oldest 10 year old i've ever (laughs) seen in my life
1: what the hell
0: Unbelievable, yeah, almost almost ruins the whole movie. And then the, the 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 second bit of trivia: this this is an absolute banger. This movie features not one but two count them two sets of twins for the T one thousand lookalike scenes. So uh, the cop, his twin brother. Uh, was called in to play opposite him when he gets stabbed in the eye by, by the T-1000. Uh, that was Don and Dan Stanton. And Linda Hamilton has a twin sister, apparently. And it's Linda and Leslie hamilton um who was brought in for the final scene where Linda, uh, where uh, Sarah Connor is uh, confronted by herself.
1: Whoa! Bit of twin magic. So they didn't, yeah, they didn't use the old Back to the Future technology. They actually just... No, it was just
0: twins. They just, they were like, what if we just cast twins? (laughs)
1: Like, like, We've got a hundred million to spend. We could just use the same technology that was invented five or six years ago. Or we could save a couple of thousand and get some
0: twins. (laughs) Yeah, like save a couple of bucks in the back pocket and just cast
1: twins. (laughs) How did did they realize that? That's what I want to know. They must have
0: put it on like the casting call being like, well, Linda Hamilton, I don't know how they, they, they they can't have planned ahead for that it's just no. very fortuitous that they cast Linda
1: Hamilton in the first movie and then she turned out to have a twin sister in the second can movie can you imagine that they didn't even know and like that she showed up on the set
0: and they've got they've got the Back to the Future camera ready to go and then <laughs> yeah. she's just she's talking to herself and I was like what the fuck <laughs> like,
1: Jim, Jim like... Cameron's called around Robert Zemeckis' house on the way to set picked it up send it back to Zemeckis we don't <laughs> need it
0: anymore <laughs> but yes so there you go twin magic in Terminator 2 that's gonna do it I
1: think unless there's anything else you want to talk about any time travel stuff you really wanted to to identify well this one actually to be honest with you I, the fact that they did sort of break the bootstrap paradox again again something which doesn't make any sense but i i was willing to go with it because it's like a one-off self-contained yeah. movie i'm happy that they set up the bootstrap paradox and then in the second one they were able to break it i'm happy it doesn't make any sense like phys- physically but at the same time it's a, it makes a really good story. The problem is that when you keep then retconning and double downing and it was later yeah. on, it it really sullies this. I think James Cameron did a really good job making it like not actual time travel, like legit, legitimately realistic, but actually making it fit the storyline for what they want to tell and have it be yeah. meet, hit the emotional beats. I think that really changes in the third one. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to say there's going to be a slight downturn in quality next week <laughs> but do join us then uh like subscribe do all that good stuff on this video um we really do appreciate it and make sure to join us next week when we head out of the the verdant valley that is terminator 2 we're surrounded by birds singing and and lush lush greenery and we're heading into the desert wasteland that is terminator 3 and beyond, so we shall see you then. Yeah, pick up a skull and meet
1: us there. See ya.